Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I can see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, papi. Te quiero ver. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. So, um, you know, this your girl from Detroit. Give me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. Hello? Hey, what's up? This is comedian T.K. Kirkland. Welcome to the T.K. Kirkland Show. Who am I speaking to? It's Tristan. What's up, Tristan? What's going on? This is TK calling you from Cleveland, Ohio at the Focus <laughs> Tattoo Joint because, you know, I, 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 my schedule is so busy that I had to start taking this shit on the road with me to talk to you young brothers and sisters around the country. That's what's up, you brother. Know? I appreciate it. Yeah, so that's what we're doing, family. So talk to me. What's popping? <clears throat> All right, so... Pretty much, I'm uh I'm sitting in the house and I'm watching uh I'm watching Dory podcast mm-hmm. and I see you come up there so I'm listening to the things that you're saying. Then I watch the Breakfast Club and I'm watching you and I'm listening to the things that you're saying. Right. And something that you said stood out. You you were saying that instead of young black people or young black men criticizing and always have something negative to say. When they run into you, say, yo, can you help me find a job? Or, yo, like, give me some guidance instead of, like, mm-hmm. all the negativity. So I said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to see if he if he really hit me back, and you really hit me back. So, Yes, sir. And you call him from North Korea, right? South Korea. I can't be in North Korea. Chop your head off of North Korea, yeah. Is that right? See, yeah. you can something. South I don't know Korea. about that shit. All right, so you're in South Korea. Yeah, you go fast. It's different, man. It's different, man. It's it's cheap though. Like right. I get like the little tailor made suits and the custom suits for like a hundred and fifty dollars. Like that's a good that's a good thing. That's like they thing. make a lot of clothes and stuff over here, but I'm ready to right. come to the crib. Now I've been over here long enough. Yeah, now what took you over there? What what took you over there and what is it you would like to help me with? So let's do those two things. Okay. What took me over here was uh I got married and my wife joined the army and okay. this was her first duty station. Right. So pretty much what's going on is okay, when I was uh back at home, I was doing things not all the way right. But mm-hmm. I always like what? took care of the house. When you say not doing everything I, right, what do you mean? I mean like I wasn't into the best endeavors. Like I was doing a lot of different things to uh to accumulate money that maybe I shouldn't have been doing dangerous stuff that right, so took me away from my family. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. You yeah, you hustling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. pretty yeah, much. You got to put it out there so we keep it real on this show. So you was hustling. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, I was and, hustling. And, and, and things were not working out for you. Right. You was balanced. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. You was hustling. You had a job. It's called balance. Right, right, right. 
So okay, go ahead. What happened was she wasn't working, so she was just uh pretty much taking classes and pretty much staying at the house. So she came up. Things things started going south with a couple of people from my team. People started mm-hmm. getting locked up around me, and I'm like, damn, man, I got to get the hell out of here. So I go to my wife and I tell her, I say, yo, um, you need to, I need to help you create something for yourself. In case anything happens to me, you will be all right. Because as of right now, if something happened to me, you're going to be late. So we need mm-hmm. to create something for you. So in creating something for her, I feel like it was God's way of getting me away from there, though, because we go down to the recruiting station, and my wife gets, like, a real high score on the ASVAB, mm-hmm. and they, like, willing for her to go right now. But the challenge was they talking about some, you're going to Korea. So me and her looking at each other now. I'm trying to get away from this place, New right. Virginia. I'm trying to get away from here. But, damn, not bad enough to go to Korea. I'm like, man, right. that's a little that's far. Real. I don't know about that. Right. So, make a long story short, we end up doing it. So now I'm in a space where I'm creating for my wife. She she's good now, but it's almost feeling like okay, I'm away from that. What can I do now? Because it's almost like it's hindering my own personal self development by being out here. Because it's okay. not there's not nothing out here for me to be doing. All right. So let me ask you a question. So when you say nothing out there for you to be doing. See, already your mind is still Americanized, if that means, if that means anything to you. So you there, but your mind is still in America. Right. But being in America, well, though, fam, how old are you now? I'm 27. 27. So you're still a young kid. So listen to me very carefully. Being a young man has a lot of challenges. You're 27, you're really going on 23. You're in North, uh, uh, South Korea, which is a good thing. Try to stay over there as long as possible, even if you could stay over there till you're 30. I know that you were telling me that you come back in states in September, but that's still too soon. I'm going to tell you why. Because coming back to America is like guys who go to jail. They claim they're going to do right when they get out. And then when they get out, mm-hmm. they straight for a minute. And they go back to doing the same damn thing they was doing right. to get them locked up or killed. Now, I use this right. example because I was telling somebody yesterday, I wish Chris Brown would have stayed in jail a little longer. See, because when he got out, he was trying to do the right thing, but he didn't go to jail long enough to really change right. his life. See, God does two things. Right. God gives you a couple warnings. He tells you, hey, go get help, do this, and he'll send you there. Then he'll put you in jail for you to really figure it the fuck out. And then when you don't figure it out, he'll take your town away, meaning you'll wind up dead. And the only person person who really got away from not getting caught out there was Bobby Brown. See, Bobby Brown was doing drugs, doing his thing, but when he got his shit right, he I told people, like, God watched every step he took because he's winning. So in your situation, even though you're in um, career, you coming back too soon, in six, seven months to a year, you'll be hustling. So what you got to do while you're in, in career is find programs to better yourself. I'm quite sure they got schools. 
I'm quite well, sure they got um, trade, something that you can create a trade to better yourself. That you, If you do come back to America, you have something to offer instead of going back to the streets. Right. Well, as of right now, since the last time I talked to you, something has actually changed. So my birthday is January the 24th. I just turned right. 27, right? Okay. So on my birthday, I find out that my wife is pregnant again. So, mm, so okay. this is my second baby. So mm-hmm. now the date for us to leave has moved up to April the 22nd. So mm-hmm. uh, she can't have a baby. Now, do you have? Oh, oh, she can't have a baby there. Nah, you can, but she can't because it's too close to her D-Rose. Her D-Rose is the date that she actually supposed to come back to the state. So when that date, when your fly, when your no-fly date is too close to your due date, they don't let you fly home. So they got to send her home before she reached that no-fly zone because you can't fly at a certain uh, months pregnant or... Say the last part again. I'm sorry. I was talking to a gentleman. I said you can't fly past a certain point in your pregnancy. Okay. So they had to send her home before that no fly date. So I'll okay, be so now can you come back in April? Yeah, I'll go back in April. No, when you oh, go to Georgia, can you go back? No, uh uh. So will you go from Not unless once you, you go to Georgia? That's it. We go to Georgia for three years until she get her next assignment. All right, so you need work when you go to Georgia. What part of Georgia are you going to? I'm going to Columbus. All right, Columbus like an hour away from Atlanta. Right. Yeah, what I, what I really want to do, man, is I have – I got a couple thousand dollars saved up. I'm going to go mm-hmm. to Columbus. I'm going to pay for the CDL class. But I really want to buy my own truck. But that's what I don't have the money to do. So that's what I'm trying to work on. All right. So I know some people in Columbus, Georgia. So my thing is what we'll do is I'm going to call them tomorrow, and I'm going to talk to a female friend of mine there, and her husband does a lot of big things in Columbus, Georgia. I'm going to hook you up a job. So when you get off the plane... Greatly when you get off the plane, we, we'll have a job set up for you in Columbus, Georgia. You got my word on this. Because what I try to do with people, I try to give good advice. I try to change lives. I know so many people all over, and I really try to help people out as much as I can. And you got my word. She actually lives in Columbus, Georgia. I'll call her tomorrow. That's dope. And I say, listen, can you have your husband give this gentleman a job? And boom, we roll around. You know, I want people who listen to the show. I'm not no miracle worker. I'm not God. I'm not no preacher or no pastor. I just know that my life on this earth is to help people. And whatever I could do dope, to man. help someone, that that's that's what I do. And what we'll do is when you when you guys hook up, you gotta send me a picture so I could post it on IG. You know, that kind of stuff. And just make sure you spread the word that you met one of the flies niggas in the gang. Um, T.K. Hey, Kirkland, a.k.a. T. to the motherfucking K. Yes, sir. This is crazy, right? I told my mama, my brother, my I told mad people. I'm like, yeah, I just talked to T.K. He's supposed to be calling me. So every day they talk to me, they're like, you talk to T.K.? I'm like, man, hell no, nah, man. He busy. Man. I ain't <laughs> talked to him yet. So... I've been looking crazy, but now I can call them and tell them that I talked to you. You actually helped me get a job. But it's too. Yeah, and make sure I you tell them. 
Yeah, go ahead. What I want to ask you is, one, you from New Jersey, correct? Jersey City, New Jersey. Right. Have you ever heard of a guy named Steady Clark? No, I haven't. Uh Uh-uh. Okay, that's my dad. He actually got caught uh, in the New Jersey time fight anyway. He got like a kingpin charge. He's been in jail for 20-some years, but I know he's going to be around that area. Yeah, you you ever send your father a card? All the time. I even try to get Obama to pardon him. He already been in jail for 20, 25 years. I try to get Obama to pardon him, man. I never, like, heard nothing back from that situation, man. And I needed my dad. I ain't having right. him growing up. It was just me. So, you know. Yeah, and to the people, let's say I lost my dad at 14, you know. And um, that's why I always tell people I'm a self-made hustler because I taught myself. I made mistakes, made a lot of mistakes. But I also yeah. got it together and, and and got in the right track. And then entertainment just took me to a whole another level. And then that threw some um, uh, um, some stumbling blocks, some stumbling blocks towards right. me. And I was able to figure that shit out. But like everything in from entertainment, I, I started D.L. Hughley and changed his life. I started Mike Epps changed his life. So many, the list goes on and on and on. And I'm glad, like I right. said, that... Um, I can put you in touch with the right people, change your life a little yeah, bit, we can make some money, and we roll from there. That's, that's all we could do. Yeah, that's a blessing. Uh huh. So we'll do that, and then um, you know, just like you said, tell your family and everybody listen to the TK Kirkland show on podcast and subscribe to it. And you got my personal number. And to everybody listening, this young man has been trying to reach me for weeks, and I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. This motherfucker called the taxi shop. <laughs> And scared the hell out of me, but I'm glad. But that's what my point is. You got to make an effort because, like I said, I'm everywhere. I'm I'm somewhere every two days. So T, listen, man, I got to run. Uh, I want to thank you for reaching out. I want to thank God for putting me back in touch with you. To everybody listening to the show, make sure that you subscribe to the TK Kirkland Show. Um, I want to give a shout out to my boy Jock Evans, um, CEO of Flow. I want to give my man T. Um, from Atlanta, Georgia, exclusive to everybody listening to the show. I'm tuning every week, and may your pain be champagne. One T to the motherfucker K. Korea, take care of yourself, T. I'll set that up for you tomorrow. I appreciate and we'll it, bro. Yes, sir. All right, thanks, man. I appreciate All it. All right. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Hey, Kenny, what's going on? This is comedian T.K. Kirkland. Welcome to the T.K. Kirkland Show. How are you, fam? Oh, T.K., what's up, bro? How you doing? You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I was just talking to my mom. I was just on the phone. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was listening to your situation, reading your situation through. Sorry about school. Let me apologize for getting back to you. My schedule was just so, so busy. Yeah, I already know. I know how I do. I know how I do, man. I definitely appreciate it, though. Yeah, so what city are you in? Right now, I'm in Cleveland right now. Okay, Cleveland. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be there this week because I'm going to leave you two tickets to the show. Yeah, they know. Yeah. So how you put yourself in a situation that you got a baby mama and you got your side chick pregnant? Yeah, she like the chick. See, this was going on, right, bro? Okay. Like the show y'all went with, right? I've been with her for like seven years. Right. And, um, you know, we've been cool and all that. Everything's been good. But I'm like, like the fifth year into it, we've been having a little problems. So, you know, okay. to where it's like we ain't getting along and all that. Now, so, you know, 
Yeah, yeah, we was living together. I moved out. Okay, okay, smart. Yeah. <laughs> I had down here a little one bedroom and shit because we was beefing and all that. I ain't trying to do all that. So right. I figured, like, maybe the separation would bring things together. <laughs> now, you, you, then I brought. Uh-huh, go ahead, I'm listening. No, nah, I said, then I run into this other shorty, and then at first it was just a little thing, like, she was buying a little butt off me here and there, you feel me? Then mm-hmm. escalated into something else, and then, you know, it was kicking, it wasn't that serious. Right. But um, it got serious, and, like, the whole time, listen, bro, the whole time, I'm hitting her with a condom. The first fucking time, <laughs> it happened without, she get fucking pregnant, man. Wow, yo. <laughs> Damn. So I was like, so I came my shorty like, yo, what you want to do? Like, I told her like, damn, I ain't ready to be. I mean, I got a daughter. She's 14. I only got one kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. She's 14 years old. So I'm like, damn, you know. I mean, it's been a minute since I had a child. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, I ain't really ready for this one. This right. is about to be crazy. Right. You know it's what I mean? It's about to be crazy. Yeah, she don't want to have an abortion, fam. Like, she don't. <laughs> right. So here's the thing about life like that, fam. There's so many levels to this. So I'm going to give you all the levels. See, one, right. you could try to convince her that you don't want a baby and act like you're going broke. Or you could even go to the point like, look, you know, I don't really think you should have a child. I just found out that I'm a sick. That's the street naked shit. I found out I was motherfucking sick and... I'm about to go in the hospital and the famous, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or you can go yeah. out and say, I don't know who you've been cheating on me, bitch, because I got fixed right after my other daughter or son <laughs> was born. And, you know, and I was really trying to give you a chance to really come clean, but you really a dirty bitch, blah, blah, blah. Right, or, right. Yeah. Or you could just be a man and just know that when you take a condom off, you give the person the ability to control your life. Yeah. And see, and that's, that's what men, yeah. So when you take that condom off, what you're giving a person is the right to your publisher. If you was a music producer, you're giving the person <laughs> the right to just the right to your estate because now yeah. you're nothing in the female. And I get it, man. I get it. You know, sometimes you just want to, Feel that wet pussy yeah, right. You know, you're <laughs> drinking, you're having a good time, and everybody's in motion. But the fuck I started telling people lately, you got your money got to be right before you even stick your dick in a female because you right, got to be prepared for the consequences. See, and what people don't understand is when you take that condom off and you, you tip that head in, and here's the other thing. You got to really make sure it's yours. There's so many, I told you, there's so many levels to this. It, it may not be yours. Listen me. I, th- I, th- I had a dude in New York City date a girl. Mm. He didn't see the woman for years. Mm. He hits the female up on Facebook saying, like, hey, I think that's my daughter. Right. And he was telling somebody else it was the father that that dude had left her because he hit her on Facebook. He was the dad. She took him to corporate mm-hmm. child support and lost started getting $3,000 a month. Wow. I know guys that dated women for years, for years now, but the child was there. They get a divorce and something in the back of the guy's mind, he was always hesitant. 
that the child might have been his. So when you get a divorce, the judge asks you, do you want a blood test when you give it to the child support thing? And he said, yeah, mm-hmm. after 10, 13 years, the baby mm-hmm. was his. Wow. Yeah, so you, you, you may be out of the, you may be out. You may, you might get lucky on this one, but you gotta really find yeah. out, like, it, either you, if you know, if you know she's loyal to you, that's one thing. But if you got an yeah. inkling of an idea that it may not be yours, get the blood test. I mean, uh, I mean, I got a, I got a great feeling that it is mine. You okay. get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I, said, I mean, both of them good women, man. Yeah. No, no doubt, no doubt, definitely, definitely, definitely. I appreciate that. Are you going to try to have a relationship with the one with the baby, or are you going to try to keep the baby and still get back with the other woman? Um, I mean, I'm figuring out. So that's what I was just talking to my moms about. We were trying to figure it out, <laughs> and um. I'm like, at the end of the day, I told my mom, I'm going to be a man regardless. I'm taking care of my seed. That's what I do. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to always put right. it down. But at the same time, I'm like, I love both. You know what I mean? You feel me? They're both good women. And it's like, damn. She's like, you got to pick one. Or this, this, this is just up from both of them to take care of your child. So I'm like, well, here's the thing. Man. Who's bringing the most to the table? Financially. Financially? Side check. And who do you like the most? And now, let's, let's take psychology out. <laughs> people are like this, right? Let me tell you how people are. When you're hot, you want to be cold. When you're cold, you want to be hot. Yeah. So, see, if you go with yeah. the high chick that's the one having a baby, you think you might want the other girl. Then when you get with the yeah. other girl, you're like, you know what? The side chick was the bitch that I should have been with. So, this is human nature. You're not, you know, it's not a rocket scientist or anything like that. These things, you just have to make a decision. And live with your decision. I can't really tell yeah. you who to be with because right. um, my situation in women is totally probably different than yours. I, you know, if someone's having my right. baby, uh, it's who is bringing something to the table to take off the financial pressure that comes with daycare, that comes with milk, that comes with. You understand what I'm saying? And you can't be a half-ass dad. You got to be a full dad. But if you got help, see, if you got help, it's different because when what women do that's wrong sometimes, they try they try mm-hmm. to put everything on the man. And I feel that if you're grown, if you're grown and you have a kid, well, you know, I'll take care of my daughter or my son, but you got to make sure you take care of light, gas, and electricity and not say, oh, because you have my child, that I should be paying your light and gas bill. I don't think, that's just me. I just don't think that's fair. I believe that we made this baby together, so you got to carry some responsibility, and I carry some of the responsibility. But you got some men who are just contributing $100, $50. And well, no one can really live off that. Then you got some women nah, who no take way. advantage of you, right? You got someone to take advantage of you. They'll try to get five, $7,000 out of you. Then you got some women who will try it, but then they'll lose in court. And the thing that you got to understand, when you got a guy who is contributing and then you're trying to get greedy, 90% of the time you never win. That female always loses, you know. And the women that's supposed to take the niggas to court to go child support, them Uh guys that shouldn't really have to go because most of those guys is really doing what they're supposed to do. 
that man. Yeah, I go through that with my on my daughter's mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like she like she always put it like she'll work and all that, do a little something. Or like she has spurts with jobs and stuff. Like she can't control her attitude. You know what I mean? So right. you know, a both ain't gonna have to be dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? So she'll have right. a job for three months or something, and she'll lose this shit. She probably won't fucking work for a whole year. You know what I mean? So the whole time, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm gonna do it for my daughter. If she had a million dollars, I'm still gonna do it for my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it don't matter. Right. You know what I mean? But it's like she mm-hmm. she she plays that a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like always like oh it's the, the first time I can't do it or I can't do it. When she wanted to do it, she starts right. flipping. Yeah, you know see, what I mean? that's so right. right. Because yeah. when a female can't pay child support, they can go get service. When a man can't take his kid, a female take a nigga to court and try to put him in jail. Exactly. Yeah, I already work. told her like Yeah. No doubt, bro. I already told her. I was like, you know, I mean, if it's if it's too rough for you, I would take my daughter. I have no problem taking right. my daughter, you know what I'm saying, and holding her right. down with me. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. every time I say that, she started reneging. You feel me? Like, oh well, I don't want her, you know, because you know your how your lifestyle was being and all that. I'm like, yeah, but you can't hold that against me, man. I'm doing, I'm, right. I'm, I'm changing. You know what I mean? I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's crazy, man. Long as you, if you go to court for child support, just to to what I'm trying to tell you, always show up. See, what men don't yeah. do when they get caught for child support, they don't show up. Uh-huh. But if you don't show up, that's when they build, that's when they bury you. See, every man uh-huh. has to go to court. Show up. Because if you show up, you have a fighting chance. You have a fighting chance right. to tell your story. You have a fighting chance to do the paperwork. And you got a, a fighting chance to dispute anything she says against you and it's only fair and the reason why most men get caught up in child support uh-huh. because they don't show up uh-huh. and then when they do show up they're fighting their way back up because they got buried so bad and most people can't make it back up with rears in the child support you know a lot of people don't make that kind of money right yeah you right you know? man yeah, I ain't trying to get caught up in that shit, man. I'm just trying to do what I do, man. I'm just trying to get my daughter. Yeah. yeah, you sound like you're on the right track. Stay focused. Stay focused. Don't let nobody get you off your hustle. And um, the decision's going to cut. The decision to the female with the side chick, you don't have a baby with uh-huh. the other woman. Now, you can do nah, another nah. thing. Like I said, it's level to this, so let me give you another option. The other option yeah. can be so smooth. That both of them gotta understand. You're gonna date both of them. <laughs> okay. It take a certain time okay. to make it through that. To do that, your money gotta be yeah, right because you gotta take. Yeah, your money gotta. Yeah. Your money gotta right. Need a couple more dollars in that. Yeah, your money gotta. Because your money not right, I'll fuck with the girl who's having your baby. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, like really? I said, you know, like, we both help each other, you know what I'm saying? She, she's like, she, she do her thing. Like, both of them work at good jobs, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I do my thing, too. You know, I work, and I do my other little ones, or whatever, whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? For the most part, you know what I'm saying? Everything is they both cool, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. it's kind of like, damn, what the fuck? Like, yeah, now that's you know what I mean? You can take that bra shit. Let me ask you a question. Does the girl, does the main chick know that the other girl's pregnant? She don't even know about the other chick, man. Oh, then leave it alone, then. <laughs> yeah. Alone, then. Yeah, that's main, why. I'm... But the side chick know about the main chick, though. No, now nobody tell her, bro. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's everybody's yeah, in the dark. 
Yeah, everybody's in the dark right now. I'm playing. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm playing the crazy right now. So I'm okay. <laughs> Listen to me. From a friend to, you know, I don't really know you, but we're friends now. So let me tell you this. Go with the one yeah. with the baby because you want to be around your child as much as you can because right. you don't want nobody else raising your child. No, no not, at, not at all, man. It's crazy, I hear. You know, these men don't know how to take care of their children, and you don't want your kid to grow up to be crazy. Right, you're right, man. You're right, bro. You know? You're absolutely right, man. And, you know, I want to say something, too, man. Um, You know we got you know we got a mutual friend up there in Cleveland, man. Who? I see um the dude man you be taking you took a picture with last time. I mean, I followed you on Instagram as you know. Okay. And um my one the one homie my homie Goody and shit like you know what I mean. I used to fuck with the nigga back in the day and shit man we used to do a little okay. business. Okay. Hustling partner. Yeah, that's yeah, my that's, yeah, that's yeah. my dude. He know me. He, yeah. <laughs> that's my crew, y'all, all day. That's my crew all day. Yeah. We want to record. Yeah. We want to record a show now, so a lot of people don't know that I used to be a hustler in in, in the days, you know? So, yeah, that's my whole yeah. group, all of them, all of them, my guys. But they'll be at the Yeah, show. I already know, sorry. I already know. Yeah, I saw when he come home, he's good enough to kick on that's my son right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was my crew right there. But we'll all be at the show on Sunday. So make I'll leave tickets I already know. I already know. Yeah. yeah. I'll leave tickets for you for this Sunday. Um, I'll leave you four uh-huh. tickets. Oh, man, appreciate that. I got to come all up right. there and get it. Yeah. When you when you get to just giving your first and last name. All right, I got you. Okay. So I want to be you. To I me. can be you in my first and last name. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, you want to do that? Me, yeah, DM me that. That'll be perfect. So Kenny, you know, All I want right. to thank you for reaching out to me on the on the TK Kirkwood show. May God bless you, fam. Okay. And you know, I'm gonna follow back up on you in a couple of months. When does the baby do? Um, they were saying sometime like um late July, early August. Okay, cool. I'll follow back up on you and see how you're doing with that. And you got my um, personal number, so stay in touch with me. And um, I'll see you Sunday. May your fame be champagne. Cheese to the motherfucker. No doubt. Baby. Okay. All right. You. Yeah. All right, bro. Okay. One. Yep. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.